0: Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now, our host, Shabade. We have Debbie
1: joining us here on stage. Debbie Ronka, an international best selling author, certified life transition coach and podcast host of the Transition Bridge Podcast. She empowers women to embrace, grow, and be transformed by the purpose and power of the transitions they experience in life. On a personal level, and this is something not everybody knows about Debbie, she enjoys competing in ballroom dancing in multiple competitions around the nation. Debbie, welcome to the Lead and Lift Summit stage.
0: Oh, Shabadeh, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. What a fabulous lineup. I've so enjoyed this morning so far. Oh,
1: thank you so much for that, Debbie. I am just so honored that we have you here on the stage with us also. For some of you, Debbie and I met back in 2020 when we joined, well, when I joined my first business coaching program, and Debbie was a part of that group. And again, that's the power of those breakout rooms and those connections. And here we are again today on a stage together. And Debbie, I am so honored that you're here. And I can't wait to share
0: your message with the audience. Well, thank you, Sabajay, And I have loved You know, you just never know when you just show up and do something in life who you're going to meet. And I am so honored that all of these years later, we are still connected and uh, still celebrating what we're doing in life together.
1: Oh, absolutely, Debbie. And thank you for that. And if you would like to listen to the podcast episode that Debbie and I recorded, it was just when I launched the Lead and Lift podcast. I believe it was episode number two on the list, Debbie. You were my first person in there. But Debbie talked about her proprietary process about transitions, And I think it was called Real. Yes. Yes. Right? And it was so impactful. Debbie spoke about the symptoms of transition in there. And at the time, I was going through transition. And it allowed me to give myself grace. Knowing that transitions could span multiple times in our lives, sometimes it's short and sometimes, my friends, it is long. The one that I was going through was not a fun one and it was very long and I remember the day that I felt like I came out of that darkness. like It felt like the other side of the bridge and the sun was shining there, not where I was. And Debbie, I thought of you and I said, I'm so thankful that we had that conversation. You know, sometimes in life, we hear these messages and they were just crafted for us at that moment and we were there. And so, Debbie, I'm grateful that you're here. And I'm grateful for each of you who are still here with us, listening to each of the speakers, because there is a message in here just for you. Debbie, with that, Today, we're going to talk about the confidence factor in times of transition. So, Debbie, share a little bit about that before we jump into the questions.
0: The confidence in times of transition. um, I just love that we're covering this topic because transitions themselves will tap into our confidence. They're going to call our confidence into question. And the reason they do that is transitions are all about change, the unknown, uncertainty, and a positive of the transition is personal growth. And just as you alluded to, Shabade, transitions can go, they could be short. They could be anywhere from three months to three years long based on the transition that you are experiencing. And what's so important About transition is to understand there is a purpose and there is a process. And if we go through the transition too quickly, we're going to miss the purpose and the power of it. So, for example, as women, and I love before we were talking about women, we're just strong, we just want to press through. So, we could be in a time of transition and we're saying to ourselves, Well, I just want this over. And so, Rather than allow the transition to reveal things about yourself that maybe need to be strengthened or healed, you just press through and you go into that next space unprepared because you never evaluated what was going on in the middle of that transition. And so we can make wrong decisions and sometimes it can be a lack of confidence. So, our confidence, well, if I can explain it with the bridge, with the the trans like transitions to me are the bridges in life that take us from where we currently are to where that next season or next direction is for us and as we walk across the bridge, first of all it takes courage to get up on that bridge to take the transition because you have a choice you can get on that bridge and kind of get to what I call the messy middle and you can decide right there this is too much I don't want to go forward I don't want to make this change and you can go right back to the beginning of that bridge and find yourself stuck and in a place of stagnation but if you do choose to move forward what's going to happen here in this messy middle why this happens it's interesting but in times of transition our mindsets our limiting beliefs even the wounds that we've experienced in life seem to be magnified in this time of transition, in that messy middle. And this is where our confidence comes into question. Do you believe enough in yourself to be able to continue forward? But your limiting beliefs and your mindsets are telling you a different story. And that's why it's so important in this phase of the transition to listen to your emotion. Ladies, our emotions speak. They reveal and they alert. They're trying to tell us something is going on inside. Pay attention. Listen to me. These could be things from our past that we have just pushed aside. And this transition, whatever it is that you're experiencing, is allowing that to come forth again. And it's saying, pay attention. Listen. Maybe this needs to be healed. Maybe I need to grow in this area. Maybe I need to be strengthened. But if we push that aside, you're not allowing the inner transformation of a transition to be experienced by you. You see, transitions are not just about where you're going or the new experience or the new direction, it's an internal experience. And so you need to allow yourself to be transformed. That's why I always say I help women embrace, grow, and be transformed by the purpose and power of their transitions. And so our confidence comes into question here. And so what's happening is our, this transition is calling us forth. All of us can sense times in our lives, a shift going on inside of us. We feel there may be, there's something more for me to do in my life. What is it? That's transition speaking to you saying, step forward, let's investigate. But we have a choice, you know, because transitions are all about movement. If we don't move forward, we're gonna remain stuck. So we have the choice to answer when transition is calling us forth. And if we don't, choose to move forward, as I said, we're going to be stuck. And so I was thinking about this the other day. I love visual pictures. And so when we have, when we just stay someplace too long, does anybody ever feel like I probably stayed too long in this company? I've stayed too long in this relationship. I've stayed in this place too long. The question is, why do we stay so long? And there is an evaluation that has to take place. So I went to this park where I always walk, and there's this beautiful pond, and it's always filled with wildlife all kinds of birds and ducks. It's just full of life. Well, we had a drought, and it wasn't raining here for a long time, and that pond dried up. And I went to walk there one day, and I noticed all the wildlife was gone. And then I said, You know, Even nature understands when it's time to go. When you are no longer being nurtured, when you no longer have a life source that's imparting to you, giving you life, you need to go. And so nature knew we have to find another source of water. We need to leave. And they left. But we as humans, we always look for reasons to stay. Why we stay so long. And so really that's, Sometimes that's a confidence issue about having the courage and the confidence to move forward. So, confidence, if we were to break that down, is a belief in yourself. It's also a conviction in your abilities, your capabilities to embrace life's challenges and to succeed. And it's also the willingness. See, that's the movement. Transitions have movement confidence also has movement you see action is the actual builder and restorer of confidence and inaction actually is the cause and the end result of the fear that we encounter in times of transition debbie thank you
1: for sh- for going through that with us that was just beautiful i i i love the part about the emotions that they speak to us. And each emotion has a message that we should listen to. Tomorrow, we have a speaker coming on who is going to talk about the, e- the power of those emotions. And you would see how that ties in to, Debbie, what you just said about those emotions. But I actually love in the beginning when you said transition could also be positive. Because a lot of times, we life happens to us and puts us in a transition and it's negative because it's pushing us in a new direction that we don't want to go in. That's most of the times, right? You get that call, like Renee mentioned, you lost a job. Well, that's a transition. And it's one that you didn't choose to go on, but you got to go across that bridge now into something in the unknown. I love that you talked about positive transition. Because you and I have embarked on that positive transition journey to become entrepreneurs. We've stepped into the unknown, and it is really unknown. There is no comfort zone there when you're doing personal growth, because John Maxwell also talks about personal growth is outside your comfort zone because you're learning new things. And for us as entrepreneurs, we're continually learning new things constantly. So I love that that is a positive transition. And Debbie, that is a bridge that I can't even wait to get to the middle and then cross the other side. It's exciting. But there are transitions in life like illness or job loss where you look back and you don't want to go across the bridge. You want to go back to the way it used to be. Or when the pandemic happened, a lot of us wanted to go back to Hey, I don't want to go on this journey. I just want to go back because we sat there for a long time, you know, not wanting to move forward in where the new change was taking us. So thank you for clarifying those different types of transitions.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And there are such a variety of them. And sometimes we just think we can have a limited thinking on what transitions are like it's, oh, it's just a career change or empty nester. Our lives are a story of transition. And some of the bridges are difficult. Some of them could be beautiful, like the Ponte Vecchio, where it's just filled with beautiful gifts as you go across that bridge. They're more on the rare side, more of the sometimes we could feel like we're in one of those suspension bridges where we're being blown around and we're unstable. We can't find our footing. And especially in times of what I call the sudden loss transition, it could be the sudden loss of your health, the sudden loss of a loved one, a relationship. And you are really, your whole world is rocked. Because in life, and especially in transitions, we know we can see sometimes things are coming, like an empty nester mother. You you could see your children are getting ready to leave the nest. And so there's time to prepare. You see that coming and you know eventually it will happen. But a sudden loss, there is no preparation. Caught off guard and you're really left so vulnerable. In fact, there are two types of questions like With confidence in times of transition. So, if you are in a sudden loss transition and your health now, you've been given a terrible diagnosis. And so, you have questions that you ask yourself, like, who am I now? If you've lost a loved one or your marriage, like, who am I now? This just becomes a crisis of identity. And so, you can see where your confidence is really being pelted. It's being you know, confront it. Who am I now? Where do I belong in this season of my life? Will I ever survive? Where do I go from here? These are all those kind of questions that you would ask yourself in a time of like sudden loss or even if you're in a place of change for growth. And I love John Maxwell. He says, you know, growth just doesn't happen. You know, we have to want it. We have to choose it, but we have to seek it. So, you know, you may be asking yourself questions like, well, am I qualified? Will I fit in in this new place? Or is this really the right move? These are kind of questions that about your confidence as you're going through the transition. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up, you know, change is inevitable, but transition is all about the journey. And we always hear that familiar saying. You know, transitions are closing one chapter of our life and opening another. So I have two thoughts here on um, closing the chapter and opening the next. Well, transitions, a lot of people think is all about beginnings. It starts with an ending. Something has to end before the new can emerge. And so what I love to help women with and ask the question, if they're stuck, if they're stagnant, They've lost their motivation. If they're not moving forward, I ask, why are you still reading the same chapter of your life? And to look at it as if you you're reading a book. Like I love the last question. What books are you know are all the speakers reading? Imagine yourself reading a, say it's a novel, and you're reading the book, and then you just decide halfway through you're going to close the book. Well, you never discover. How the plot thickens. You never discover the development of the character. You never discover how the story ends. And that's what happens with us in our lives if we keep reading the same chapter and we don't find the courage and confidence to open the new chapter and read that. Now, you notice I'm using my hands. We have the chapter, the old chapter, and the new chapter. Well, what's in here? This is a big gap. And sometimes, you can call it like the hallway of transitions. You're put on hold because transitions can take three months to three years based on what you're going through. And so this is a long hallway that you have to walk through. Sometimes you feel like you're put on hold. You see everyone else succeeding and you're just like, why am I just still sitting here? Well, there's a work that is wanting to take place in you and you want to allow that to happen. But what happens in this gap is we want this transition over. And so we just want to open any door that comes our way. I'm going to take that new position. I'm going to move here. I'm going to do this just because we want it over. And we open the wrong doors. We open, we want to get out of that hallway. I see a door, I'm going to open it and I'm going to go that way. And because we move too fast, we make wrong decisions and we find ourselves in another place that we're really not happy at. And so it takes patience, endurance, perseverance, coaching to help you walk through that hallway so you open the right door.
1: Debbie, I I love that you shared that because a lot of times we feel as though we have to go through these transitions alone. I don't know why, you know, guys ask for help, women don't ask for help. And a lot of times, if we just ask for help, we can learn, you know, like, like Debbie, you said, transition has a process, right? You can, you know, if you ask for help, someone can help you evaluate what's going on so that you can make the right decision. Because a lot of times when we find ourselves in transition, we want it to be over.
0: Yes, we want to move quickly because we're just tired of either being put on hold, we don't like the unknown. We don't like change. We want to go back to comfort. And, you know, seasons of comfort are always welcome, but the season of, of change always brings challenge. And so we have to learn how to embrace that challenge, build up our confidence. And so one. some of the ways that we could build our confidence, I think it's really important for each of us to understand and know what our core values are, who we are personally. Those core values. Ground us. These core values that we have about life become like the the needle in the compass that point us in the right direction. And so when you're in times of transition and you're getting maybe a new opportunity or different things are happening and you're not sure, compare it with your core values. Does it line up with who you are? So for an example, A lot of entrepreneurs love freedom, the freedom of time, the freedom to be with their family. So if you're looking at a new opportunity and that compromises your core value of freedom, that could be a red flag for you to like consider, maybe this is not for me. It's just a thought process to go through. Another thing that we have to be careful about in times of transition, especially when you're put on hold, we get caught up in the comparison cycle. We start looking at everyone around us and watching their success and what they're doing. And we com- begin to compare ourselves to them. And comparison is a thief of confidence. It makes us, we forget who we are because we're so focused on the other person. And without realizing it, we literally just open the door and our confidence walks out. And before we know what we are literally walking in someone else's shadow, and our light becomes dim and so you have to we have to remember comparison is a thief so if you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else stop we can learn from other people that's a positive that helps us grow but if you're comparing yourself and you're feeling yourself feel small then comparison is Stealing from you. Another thing to help build your confidence is curiosity. Do you remember when we were all children? How many times we would ask why or why not? And curiosity is something I think we lose as we get older. We just keep forgetting to ask why. And curiosity actually just primes that pump of possibility thinking and creativity. So if you're seeing, a door open for you in transition, you can open that door, peek into it, get curious about what's there, investigate it, check into it, don't necessarily walk through it, just be curious about it. Because curiosity is just gonna awaken a lot of things inside of you that would be good during that time. And another thing would be for competency. So if you need to build your confidence and you're going somewhere, a new growth, a, something that's out of your wheelhouse uh, that you're not comfortable with. If you can work on your skill set, because that will build confidence. Anytime we learn, anytime we grow, it builds confidence. So look at the skill sets that you have. If you're being called forth into something new and different, look at your skill sets. Do they need to be sharpened? Do you learn need to learn something new? We should always be learning. A new skill set, adding and building on what we already have and know, because that will build confidence for when you have to move forward. And I would like to just say another thing about confidence. And it's like a warning we want confidence, but we don't want to have the kind of confidence that has an arrogance about it, because confidence is not being superior to another person. It's just an inner knowing that you're capable. So be careful as we build our confidence, don't lose our humility. Be confident, but don't let arrogance come into our confidence because that could be offensive to those that we come in, in contact with.
1: Oh David, thank you. Thank you for that warning too. <clears throat> because a lot of times we see that 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 arrogance show up. Um I love the 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 Ways that you showed us to build that confidence, which would be our core values, the comparison cycle, the curiosity, and the competency. And my favorite in that one would be the competency, because one of the things that I learned as I was exploring confidence also, is that sometimes we lack confidence because we don't know how to do something. So like you mentioned, the competency is we're lacking a skill. So because of that, we're not confident because we don't know how to do it. But the more we practice, the better we get. And then the confidence shows up because now we know that we can execute on that. So that one is an easy one that I think all of us can take away and implement immediately because an area where you're lacking confidence could be that You don't have the skill and you just need a little bit more practice in that particular item. The core values one, Debbie, I think that one takes a little bit more time because sometimes we need to unpack that with a coach to understand what are really those core values that we have that drives us because, you know, it's like just lay it in there and and sometimes you don't know that, that that it is there.
0: True. It does take time to sit down and actually ask yourself, what are my core values in life? Some of them are character traits, you know, like integrity, truth. For some people, being on time is, is a core value. Like, there's so many.
1: And Debbie, a secret that I found out to find out what your core values are is sometimes you get triggered by something. Someone does something and it gets you upset and you don't understand why. So like Debbie mentioned, that emotion is giving you a message and it's like you feel frazzled, you're not calm anymore and you don't understand why. And what I have found out with some of my clients is because their core values were triggered. Something in your core value was triggered and that's the best time to you know, ask ask yourself those questions and find out what was it about that situation or what, what was it that that person said that got me to feel this way and be upset and feel, you know, angry sometimes. And that is a core value that you're willing to fight for. And that's why that feeling showed up. So that's one of the ways that I've found out through, you know, trial and errors as to how I can figure out what my own core values are.
0: I love that. And you know, gosh, rather than just be lost in that emotion or letting letting it affect us the rest of the day, we can actually take a positive from it and discover something about ourselves. I love that, Shadaday. That is awesome.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Debbie. So Debbie, confidence and transition. Most of the time, transition is something that we don't want to do most of the times it's something that you know it's taken us away from the things that that we're accustomed to that comfort zone yet you want us to have confidence in that when we know that our values might be impacted we know that we might not have the skill for it you know how do we still find that confidence or maybe it's courage but how do we still develop that confidence to go through the transition that we're being faced with?
0: That's a great question. And I think it would be important to cover. So you mentioned earlier my, my process, REAL, R-E-A-L. One of the first things is helping women recognize the symptoms of transition. One of, uh, so one key symptom would be prolonged periods of time where you're frustrated or even angry and of course lack of motivation lack of direction isolation stagnation there's several different symptoms but i'm going to key in on frustration prolonged sense of frustration is a signal to you that transition has been calling you forth and you have not answered and you continually are frustrated because you know deep inside there's more for your life but you haven't found the courage to get up on that bridge and so what would happen is you are if you're continually frustrated and even angry your the anger is actually at yourself because you haven't found the courage or the confidence to move forward so that is a huge symptom and if you're feeling that then you need to you need to get with a coach you need to talk with somebody and find out what is preventing you. What is the limiting belief about yourself that maybe you don't feel worthy or good enough or accepted? Do you feel rejected? Is there something that's keeping you from moving across that transition bridge? Because that frustration will not go away because you're not answering. And I don't know if that helps, but I think that's part of why we can't process a transition because we doubt ourselves. Because when we get into that messy middle, as we walk across the bridge, these are where the doubts, the insecurities, the inferiorities, all of the fears seem to come up. And all they want to tell us is, no, don't keep going. And that's why it's so important to evaluate what is the root symptom of your lack of value or worth. So like in a limiting belief, these are things that happen to a lot of us in childhood, things that have been said to us, spoken over us or to us that has made our own value and worth shrink. And those words actually are not true. I call them foundational lies that we have adopted and we live our life through. But these words have actually come from another person who's been in pain. And that person spoke that wo- those words to us. And if we don't recognize and see and evaluate what's been spoken over us, we will live in that limiting belief, which will affect our confidence and our courage to move forward. And
1: Debbie, I love that you talked about that. And you also mentioned that those limiting beliefs get magnified during those transitions, whether it's positive or negative. To me personally, I would say they're magnified more in a positive because you're going through personal growth, you're actually looking for them. And, I mean, I tell you, they just keep showing up and showing up and showing up. It's like those weeds you have in your garden and you you think you got it, but some piece of the root stays and it just keeps coming up. Those things run deep because they've happened to us, you know, when we were children, and we don't know the origin of them. however, As you become aware of them and you know that they're preventing you from moving forward to complete that transition, it's good to investigate them and challenge them as to is that belief truth? Is it my truth or did it come from someone else? Does it apply to me or does it not? So Debbie, I love that you talked about that. For me, I've found personally working with a coach through that has been tremendous because me by myself, I didn't even know I had those things called levitation. <laughs> oh,
0: well, we're all learning, aren't we? It's so true, though. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know until it's like, why does this keep coming up? What is that? Oh, and it has
1: theme. Yeah. And, and Debbie, it, it's funny you you mentioned that because, you know, I'm conscious of it. I'm working on it. And about a month ago, I was at a summit. And the speaker was talking about something related to money. And then she said, you know, do you find yourself not prioritizing going to pay your bills? And I'm like, "Uh oh, here comes another one. Like, yeah, I resist a little bit, but I thought it was nothing. But then it's like every single month I resist a little bit. And I'm like, dong, I found another one. Now we got to work through that. So they show up, these limiting beliefs show up, you know, all the time. I heard it be in reference to as BS, a belief system. So I'm like, yeah, that's another BS I got to deal with. <laughs>
0: well, you, and you know what? The, you just spoke so much truth there because we can't handle them if they all come up at once. Our hearts cannot handle all of our limiting beliefs. So God in his grace allows us to see them when we're ready to do something with them. And then we have the choice either tuck it back down or look at it and say, I want that to change.
1: Definitely, definitely. So Debbie, this whole I I love that you've coupled the transition with confidence because a lot of times when we're going through transition, we lose that confidence in ourselves. And I think that's very dangerous because when we lose that confidence, we get stuck. We don't want to move forward. We miss the lesson in that transition. And then we see everybody else, you know, lives going by for everybody else. And we feel that stuck. And then that just leads to negative things where we start feeling depressed, you know, when we start going down a very negative place. Debbie, what are some other ways or how can we get help then if, if that's something that
0: we struggle with? The confidence in transition? Yeah. Well, first, you have to come to a place where you believe in yourself because that's what confidence is. The foundation of confidence is the belief in yourself. What do you even know yourself? What are your core values? What, Who are you? Um, believing in yourself even if you find yourself being offered an opportunity that's outside of your wheelhouse look at who you are and look at your strength look at your character and begin to see your value that this is something that you could potentially be bringing into this next arena because and you sometimes, you need to just sit down with a person. You need, first of all, a coach. I highly recommend sitting with a coach. And I love helping women in their times of transition. For this reason, and I'll share this brief story. When I was becoming an empty nester, I was very involved in my community. I used to write and direct plays for my church. I was very active. But my husband said to me, I want you to think about having something for yourself that's just for you. After the kids are gone, he's the one that called me the CEO of the household earlier. So he was always looking out after me. And one day I got an opportunity to go into the fashion industry and as something that was totally out of my wheelhouse, something I never thought about. My first thoughts were, why are they calling me? Great limiting belief right there. When I heard that I would fly across the country and study fashion, and I would be the first one in Houston to start, and I would have to build my own business, I was like, I never started a business before. Lack of confidence. Everything about that opportunity was shouting at me everything that I was not, and I forgot who I was. And I almost gave up the opportunity because it overwhelmed me. I was rejecting myself before I could possibly be be rejected. I saw myself as a failure before I even would take the opportunity. Everything about it just was overwhelmed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. And I wound up taking the opportunity and I made a lot of mistakes, but I did it for 10 years. And during that time, towards the end, I became a life coach and I studied transitions. And I looked back on that time in my life and I thought, oh my gosh, I wish I knew someone who understood transitions. I wish I knew someone who could have helped me with all that overwhelm and all of the emotions. I wish I could have known someone who understood transitions and helped me do it in a healthier way because I didn't process it well. I took all my fear with me. I took all my anxieties with me. I let nothing go because I didn't understand what I was supposed to let go of. So there's like this transition tunnel. We can't be taking all this baggage with us because it really doesn't fit. And we don't want to take it with us when we go. And so I made all the mistakes. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping women because I understand that overwhelm. I understand when you get to that messy middle, all of these emotions that are flying, everything that's telling you, you can't. And I want to help you understand that you can And I want to help you heal from those things and those areas of your life that have been holding you back because transition has a beautiful story to tell in your life. You have so much to learn, so much to experience. There's so many more chapters of your life that still need to be read. So don't close your book. Don't stop dreaming. Find the courage to believe. It might be a scary step, but I'll tell you this much. The things that you believe, the dreams that you have inside of you are awakened in times of transition, even in the midst of the chaos. And the people that you are meant to do things with in life, in other seasons, I'm telling you they're on the other side of that transition bridge and they're just waiting for you because we'll never meet them until we go across the bridge. We will never meet these new people until we get into that new arena. So don't hold yourself back. Believe in yourself. Find a friend, find a coach, your spouse. Let someone speak into your life to remind you who you are. And don't let the overwhelm or the comparison be the thief of the joy of your life.
1: Debbie, that was beautiful because I know that if you and I didn't step across that transition bridge three years ago, we would not be here today. So, I'm so happy that we took that journey and, you know, there are amazing people just waiting to meet each of you. We just need to go through those transitions, give ourselves grace and know that we don't have to do it alone. And Debbie, I absolutely love that because a lot of the times we try to do those things alone and that's when we get stuck.
0: True, We're meant for community. And we can't listen to our own voice. We need the voice and counsel of others. And that's the beauty of coaching, the beauty of community.
1: And Debbie, I also love that you touched on that, the community, because when we're in that community, we hear the transitions that other people are going through. And sometimes we've been there. Sometimes we haven't. But it allows us to step out of what we're going through and provide some support to somebody else. And that helps us along the way. So I love that you mentioned that community part, because what I've seen personally is sometimes when we're in these transitions, we shut down and we stay by ourselves. But that's the time in our lives that we most need that community around us.
0: Yes, because we need to hear truth. And our friends and our families, our loved ones, both speak truth to us that we need to hear to build ourselves back up because that's what action is all about. It's the builder. It's the restorer of confidence. So if we isolate, then we only hear ourselves and we listen to the wrong voice. We listen to the negative thoughts that we have and there's some powerful voices out there that really want to share truth with you that will empower you and equip you to do what you're really created to do. You know, there's a Quote, i hope i can remember it a, a ship is safe in the harbor but that's not what ships are created for and we have to look we don't want to stay safe in the harbor ask yourself what are you created for what's going on inside of you? what is that thought that you always think about that you want to do with your life or you have these ideas There's things inside of you that want to be birthed. So don't stay safe in the harbor. Go out and be like the ship and get out on the waters because we will all benefit from the beauty that you bring. Debbie, thank you so much for that. That was just
1: beautiful. It was amazing. I love every time that we have the opportunity to talk because I'll be honest, I'm taking notes and I learned so much. You give me a different perspective for things, and I love that because then when it comes up for me, I can ask myself those questions, I can take that pause, and I can ask myself, are these the symptoms I'm feeling? Am I in transition? You know, where am I at? And then I could assess based on the items you gave, or I can just pick up the phone and call you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> Thank you. Are there any questions for Debbie on confidence, on transitions? Now is your opportunity to ask her that before. And while you do that and you think about that, Debbie has an amazing gift for us. So Debbie, can you share what that gift is?
0: Yes, I believe Joy will put an assessment link. It's a transition assessment. And there's, you know, probably eight or nine questions will kind of give you an idea. If you are in transition, go ahead, take that assessment, and I'm offering to you a free one-hour coaching call with me. To help you process, I'd love to hear your story.
1: And when you do the assessment, you will get access to Debbie's uh, booking link. And in there, you can leave a note and just tell Debbie that you saw her at the Lead and Live Summit and she will extend that coaching so that you get that full hour. I believe her calendar is set at 15 minutes right now, but 15 minutes is what she gives everybody. And because you are here with us today, she's offering that for an hour. So be sure to put that little note there when you fill that out.
0: Yes, that's perfect. Just just say that you were here at Lead and Lift and that will happen. May I say anything about my book? Yes, absolutely, Debbie. I'll just show it. I don't know if you could see it. It's called The Family Letter. This is the international bestseller. So this is all about cultivating a culture of love, honor, encouragement, and value with your family and how we have used the simple tool of a letter with my family over 38 years. I could tell you many, many stories, but I know we're running short on time. But if you're interested, you can just go to Amazon or my website, debiranka.com and get it.
1: And Debbie, your podcast is called The Transition Bridge yes. Podcast. The Share transition. a little bit about that
0: also. Yes. In fact, uh, what you said sh- earlier, Shabadeh, is what that's all about. I have people come on and tell their transition stories. Some of the most incredible people, and it's all about, I call us the transition tribe, where we embrace, grow, and be transformed by the stories that we hear of some, a transition that someone else has walked through and how they their struggles how they navigate it and how they've gotten to the other side i have people who have lost their health people who have lost loved ones children who were addicts uh people who have moved teenage type of transitions it's a huge variety so it's it's every week it's on spotify and apple and amazon all the podcast platforms i would love for you to come in it would be great and it's called the
1: transition bridge podcast so be sure to sign up and follow. And I know you're going to hear some, some really important transitions that other people have gone through. And maybe you might even find a story, something that relates directly to you.
0: Yes. And I always encourage people to share because as you hear the episodes, you will think, I know someone who needs to hear this story. So yes, it gives life to other people as well. Love that,
1: Debbie. And Debbie, there is one question in the chat for you, and it is, if we can use these same principles with children. Transition
0: principles?
1: Yeah, the, the confidence uh, that we talked about, transition. Do kids go through transition just like, just like us?
0: Oh, they do. Well, I would say, especially in their teenage years, that is the, uh, the most difficult transition. Mothers go through transition because their 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 children are constantly changing. Teenagers, in particular, it was the it's the most difficult season in life. You're trying to find your identity. You're trying to find your sense of belonging. Even like finding the college to go to, go to. So like so many things. If children are afraid at school, if they're afraid to try out their things at school, ask them. You know what they're afraid of. There's a fear there, there's an insecurity. We it's the same principles just smaller, but children have insecurities and fears and doubts about themselves. And that's why it's so important for us to have life-giving words and to encourage them and not shame them into doing something, but take time to listen and understand why they are afraid. And be be cognizant of your children watch their patterns just watch their behavior if they're isolating too much you know maybe there's something that they're afraid of and they just need that encouragement to move forward
1: debbie i know you said transitions are from three months to three years Mm -hmm. i'm gonna suggest you change that to seven years because my little guy just turned 13 so i'm now going through a transition because i got teenagers so I'll give myself seven
0: years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shabbat, this, that is a, the a trying time for a parent and a teenager. And especially when they go off to college, you know, empty nesters, like moms have to learn to let go. And moms are going through the transition of letting go while that child is going through the transition of embracing something new. And they, they want to be known to be allowed to do that. So we have to. Stop pulling them back. And then turning 13, gosh, it's it's all about authority and respect and finding themselves and really listening to them and trying not to make them into something, but listen to who they are and go with that flow. Transition with them.
1: Yeah. Well, I might be calling you my friend because that transition has started. And I'm thankful that I've learned about the limiting beliefs because I'm careful on the things that I say to them because I don't want to be adding to those limiting beliefs that they have to work on later on in life.
0: Oh, it's so true. Well, you know, doing the family letter, basically this has been the best thing we've ever done for our family because I believe in the power of our words. Everyone wants to know that they're loved, valued, and celebrated. And so we started this when our children were little. Now, 38 years, we're still doing it, but we write letters on our birthdays to one another and we stay in the same room and the letters are read out loud. And so you are given every reason why you're loved, valued, and celebrated. Like I have a template in the book for little kids. And then as you get older, you never grow old enough to not want to know that your life has value. And so I've had so many young mothers. Their sons, they're like, we want the letters over gifts. Can you believe that? They are loving hearing the stories and the things that people share about them, even over the gifts, because there's so much value in those words. And so this is a time to actually say things to our children. They can keep that letter in their room. And when they're having a tough day, maybe five years from now, they can pick up your letter and remember who they are because of what you have written down. It's a legacy that is just never dies. It's always there. And so it's really been impactful. And I can't say enough about life-giving words and the power of encouragement. We all need it, especially in the environment we are in. We need life-giving words. So my advice to every mother is start doing this with your children. My grandchildren now do it. They're seven, 7, and 4. And they want to write the best they can to each of us as well. So,
1: Debbie, thank you for sharing that. And we can all grab a copy of that family letter and start a new tradition, whether we use it at Thanksgiving or we use it on birthdays. I think, I mean, I would love to pull some letters too. We, Like Debbie said, we never get too old for hearing what our kids think of us, you know, or sharing what we think about them. Debbie, it's been an absolute honor and privilege to have you here on the Lead and Lift Summit. Thank you so much for sharing how we can increase our confidence and learn more about transitions. I'm sending you lots of love, my friend, and I hope that I see you in Austin,
0: Texas, this September. I have it on my calendar, and I just love being with you, Shabaday. And Thank you so much for this beautiful event, and for everyone who is here, we're just blessed and honored to have this time with you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out.